This is the Texas Standard. If you want to learn more about the history of ranchers in the Marfa area, this is a good place to start. So this is uh, the Marfa Cemetery, and what I've always found interesting about this place is when you look at the tombstones, the names are the same as the ranches. That's Wirt Love IV, or Chip Love, a bank manager by day who moonlights as a rancher. Mitchell, that's an old ranch name. Mallard, that's an old ranch name. There's the Bogle Ranch. Livingston, another old family. But all of us end up out of here somewhere else sooner or later. Raising cattle is in his blood. The W.E. Love Ranch has been in the family for four generations. This is Leonard Love, and he's the first one that came out. And so he was born in 1839 and died in 1901. In the early 1900s, Leonard's son, Wirt Love, started to build up the ranch that's now Chips. He accumulated land holdings by buying acres outright over several years. But when people were settling the Big Bend in the late 1800s, they would have been subject to the Texas Homestead Act. Texas sort of had written these Homestead Acts to try to prevent large land holdings. David Keller is with the Center for Big Bend Studies. He writes about early ranching in the region. Which has made it very difficult for landowners in the Big Bend and in desert parts of Texas to build their ranches to a size that was viable. Keller says the state's Homestead Acts evolved over time and limited ranchers to somewhere between 25 to 5,100 acres. To be profitable, you have to have really large land holdings in this area. You need to have enough grass for the cattle to graze, which out here means way more land because we're in the desert. But you also need to have a certain number of cows in order to make any money. So the state's Homestead Acts were a problem for early ranchers, especially in West Texas. Eventually, they learned to take advantage of loopholes. Ranchers would claim as many acres as they could with the state and then have their family, friends, and employees do the same. Then they would eventually buy the land from them and other property owners. And that, over time, piecemeal by piecemeal, parcel by parcel, allowed these ranches to be really big. But how big is big? Well, you probably shouldn't ask a rancher. Big Ben historian Lon Taylor says it's just not polite. You're never supposed to ask a rancher how much land he has or how many cattle he has, because that's like asking somebody how much money they have in the bank. The uh, standard answer is enough. I asked Chip Love anyway. He tells me the ranch is 32,000 acres. That's about the size of College Station. And if you think that's big, it's actually on the smaller side. The largest ranch in Presidio County is more than 12 times the size of that. Love says the family property has gotten smaller over the years because some relatives decided to sell their portions of the land. That's the way it is, you know, and so it's hard to keep everybody on the same page. Walking through the Marfa Cemetery, you see the region's ranching legacy etched across tombstones. Love points out another plot, his. It's next to his ancestors. He admits it's not in the best shape. There's ant bed making a good living and all this careless weed and... There's a little grandma grass. That's good. That's what you're looking for is grandma grass. Grandma grass. It's what the cows eat. There's a tiny bit growing on his plot. We call ourselves ranchers, but really we're grass farmers. Our fortunes live and die with the grass. Believe me, it's in your interest to take care of it. I tell him that little blade of grass is a good omen. In Marfa, I'm Diana Wynn.